This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivyag.com. And while on the website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows or to subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions uh, and we can set up a meeting either face-to-face or virtually and, and see how we can be of help to you. Now, most people... Uh, over the decades of working, uh, are going to accumulate retirement money in some sort of retirement account or what's called a qualified account, right? An IRA, a 403B, a 401k. And there's a benefit to that, right? You get to put money aside tax-free. Well, at some point, you're going to have to pay taxes on that when you take that money out. And there's going to also come a point where Uncle Sam is going to require you to take that money out, right? Because Uncle Sam has allowed you to put money in there tax-free. He wants his pound of flesh at some point. So what we're going to talk about today are required minimum distributions, or RMDs. And it's a huge part of retirement planning because we have to be able to prepare for them, understand how they work, and make sure we're incorporating incorporating them into any sort of plan that you've designed for retirement. But before we get into that, uh, in more detail, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? I am doing so good. I'm great. Uh, Interesting topic you've picked as well. I I can't imagine doing a show about required minimum distributions, but from what you say, it is important. And there's there's a lot more to it, I think, than people realize. But I've had a great week just keeping busy. Uh, getting ready for uh, you know Super Bowl Sunday. How about you? Yeah, no, it's been busy. It's uh, you know winter's in full swing and uh, just going about your day with snow and cold and all that fun stuff. <laughs> but no, it's been it's been good. It's been busy and sure. and uh, it's one of the reasons we we live where we do. Right, you get four seasons and each one of them's distinct. So uh, it's good. It's good. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Well, and you know, you're talking about RMDs or required minimum distributions. And of course, you you know, I've said before on the show, I always thought RMD stood for really massive donut, but apparently, <laughs> apparently I'm wrong on that. Um, required minimum distributions, Peter, right? So, uh, and I think a lot of people, like I said, you know, they might know in general terms what they are, but that doesn't mean the reality of RMDs when we turn 72 uh, isn't going to be a rude awakening when all of a sudden we've got to take that money out and pay taxes on it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And truthfully, Tony, I'd 
there's some days probably I'd rather talk about really massive donuts than RMDs, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) unfortunately the RMD part has a much more uh, important impact on finances. But yeah, you know, RMDs are one of those things that if you're not paying attention, will sneak up to you. And as I alluded to in the opening of the show, anyone who's put money in any sort of qualified account is going to have to deal with RMDs. And though it sounds pretty simple, uh, hey, when I get to age 72, uh, I have to take money out because it's required. There's, it's not as simple as that. There's a lot of nuances that go on with that and some rules that dictate how you take it out, when you take it out, uh, if you don't take it out, the, the penalty that goes with it. And that's why it's important to talk about and understand everything that's going to happen once you hit that age in which you have to take um, your required minimum distribution. Sure. And and so and it's changed recently, right? You said seventy two, but a, it was not long ago seventy and a half. Yeah, that's that's a great point. You know, um, and I get asked this question all the time from clients. So I have to take it at seventy half. Is it seventy two? Well, the reason for that confusion is because a few years ago the tax code changed, sure. right? And in that change, essentially they they pinpointed a date. They said if your birthday occurred on or before. Uh, July 1st, 1949, your required required minimum distribution starts in the year that you turn 70 and a half. If your birthday falls on uh, any date after July 1st, 1949, then your required minimum distributions, you don't have to take until you're 72. So they essentially added a year and a half to that. And there's even conversations about extending that to an even later date. But for right now, the two dates floating out there are age 70 and a half or 72. And for most baby boomers, um, that means 72 is going to be really the the main age that we're going to be looking at for taking your RMD. And then there's some weird rule about the first RMD you take, once you turn 72, uh, you actually have beyond that year to take it? Is yeah, so, so let's use an example, Tony. So let's say I turned 72 in uh, September of this year, right? So I turned 72 September of 2022. So I, I have to take an RMD for 2022. Well, my first RMD, uh, I don't actually have to take that until April 1st. April Fools of the following year. The the IRS and Uncle Sam give you essentially uh, an extension of three months to kind of figure things out. So your first RMD payment, uh, or excuse me, first RMD uh, withdrawal does not have to be taken until uh, April first of the following year. Well, that's interesting to me. So, uh, and that's good to know. See, there are all these little. Uh rules, nooks and crannies, if you will, uh, to RMDs, right? Uh, that people well, need to realize. Yeah. So, so that can say, I mean, look, naturally most people are going to be procrastinators, right? If I tell them you don't have to take your first RMD until April 1st of the following year, for the most part, they're not going to do that. But what you have to remember is every other RMD for the rest of your life has to be taken by December 31st of that year. Ah. So if you're not paying attention and and you, let's say you've saved, uh, let's say you saved a half million dollars in your retirement accounts over the years, that equates to about a $20,000 
RMD, give or take a couple hundred, but we'll use round numbers. So all of a sudden you've waited, um, you've waited to take your pay, you know, your 2022 RMD on April 1st, but then you have to take your 2023 RMD um, by the end of the year. So now you've had two RMDs in one year Ooh. and that's, that's not good, right? Because that's going to bump, uh, potentially bump you into a higher tax bracket. It also could disqualify you from some tax deductions or tax credits. Now, on the flip side, it could be of help to you. It, it all depends on your situation. It's important to make sure you want to understand how those things are going to work and affect you. But that's you know a key area where a financial service professional is going to be able to, to guide you along that process. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up too, because you really need to be working not only with your CPA, but a financial services professional who's going to look ahead. I mean, really, RMDs can be planned out. You, you can that can be part of your overall retirement and financial plan. Uh, and you might even want to be thinking about that in pre-retirement, right? Uh, to really well, make sure your funds are where, uh, tax-wise, it's going to be most beneficial. Well, yeah. So, so that's a great point, Tony, and it, it's really. That's why we talk about creating holistic plans, right? Because every dollar you take out of a, a, a retirement account, right, a qualified account, in this case, an RMD is going to come out of a qualified a t- account, is taxable, right? And so as time goes on and those accounts grow and your RMD grows, right, because your RMD is tied to your account value, all of a sudden you're at 72 and now you're having to take money out of your account, which means you have to pay taxes on it. You've lost control of your taxation, essentially. But if you are, you know, if you have five or seven or or even 10 years to go before RMD time, you can start strategizing about how can I start taking money out today of these accounts and pay a lower tax rate, right? Because we're we're in a world right now where tax rates are historically low. Um, and if I can take money out today at a lower tax rate than that probably will be in 10 years, it may make sense to do that. And so that's, that's why, again, a, a holistic plan is important. It isn't just about making sure we have enough money to last into retirement. It's about making sure we're being tax savvy today and in the future and making sure all the uh, streams of cash are working together in in the the most savvy uh, and and smartest way. Sure. sure. And and so really when we talk about RMDs we're talking about retirement accounts and almost all retirement accounts uh, that are traditional like a traditional IRA, your 401k's, your 403b's, uh, those uh, traditional retirement accounts that uh, most people have uh, you put money in tax free, but when you pull it out, you have to pay taxes. So that has to be a part of your planning. Um, and I think that's important. And that's why required minimum distributions from those accounts, those pre-tax accounts uh, come into play. Because I, I think we want to point out that money uh, grows. You don't have to pay taxes putting it in, but you have to pay taxes not only on what's put in, but the growth, all of it when you take it out, right? Right. And that's the beauty of putting money in a qualified account, right? In those IRAs, those 401ks, those other accounts like it is that you put the money in tax-free, it grows tax-free, and then when you take it out, you pay income tax on it, right? It's tax as ordinary income. That's the trade-off. But the thought being that when you're in retirement, you very likely may be in a lower tax rate. And so it's kind of a win-win-win all around. Now, one of the things you mentioned, Tony, right? You talk about having various different accounts. When we talk about RMDs, it's really important that you uh, keep track of all your different types of retirement accounts, right? So for example, if you've worked for 40 years, 
You could have two or three 401ks from different employment. Um, you might have a 403b from a time that you worked for a nonprofit. Uh, and then you could have an IRA over in a different location that you've been stocking money away. Keep in mind, every one of those accounts, you have to take an RMD off of. And if you don't, let's say you forgot about one for whatever reason, then there's pretty uh, you know steep penalties that go uh, go along with not taking your RMD. Oh, sure. Yeah, they're they're really steep, and we'll talk about that. I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. But how do people calculate their RMDs? I think we were talking about all this. People might be wondering, well, how do I calculate what I owe? Yeah, that's a great question. So let's go back to the example I used, right? That I'm turning 72 this year. So in September of this year, I have to take an RMD for 2022. So my RMD is going to be calculated by whatever my account value was on December 31st of 2021. And then it's multiplied by a certain percentage that's dictated by my age. So at age uh, 72, the percentage is around 3.9%. So they take your account value, multiply it by 3.9% and they come out with your RMD and number. Okay. Every year that you get older, that percentage gets bigger, right? As you get older, they want you to take more and more money out because they want to collect their tax revenue that they've deferred. They being the government, they've deferred now for the last several decades. So again, it's calculated on your account value, a snapshot of it on December 31st of the of the previous year and multiplied by a, a factor that uh, the government has determined based on your age. Yeah, some magic number. You can get deep <laughs> in the weeds and uh, the IRS calculations, but I was told there would be no math. That's why I work with a financial <laughs> services professional like yourself. You're the professional here. I'm just along for the ride and I'm glad you're talking to us about RMDs. But if our listeners have questions, let's take a quick minute before we go on. Uh, how yep. can they get a hold of you to sit down and you can help them figure it out? Because this is what you do for your clients. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I've used the word a couple of times, but again, it's it's what we do is we create holistic plans for our for our clients and folks that are looking to create a retirement plan, right? It's not just about taking a chunk of money and investing it. That is very important and that is a, a big part of what we do, but it's also creating a plan that's going to take into account of how are we going to make sure the money that you have saved is going to last? How are we going to create streams of income that are going to last for 20 or 30 years? How are we going to be tax savvy, both pre-retirement and during retirement um, so that we're, you know, every, we can keep as many dollars in our pocket and as few going to, to Uncle Sam as possible and legally. Um, and, and just making sure all of those things are working together to your benefit. So if that's of interest of you creating a plan like that, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com and we can set up an appointment. So does working past your 72nd birthday have implications then on those RMDs, those required minimum distributions? Because people are living longer and longer and working longer. Used to be that would be never be a question. Uh, I wouldn't think people would be working at 72, but now people are. Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. And and there is a, a, a bit of a... Uh 
we'll say a built-in piece when it comes to RMDs when you don't have to take them when you turn 72, okay? The situation essentially is, let's say you're working for an employer that has a, a 401k plan, you're actively contributing to it, uh, you turn 72 and you're like, you know, I like this job and I wanna keep working. Well, if you're working for that employer, um, that current 401k, if, if you're still there, you actually don't have to take required minimum distributions. Um, so there's an exception to that rule, but keep in mind, other accounts that you have that are not related to your current employment at time of 72, let's say you have an old 401k, uh, uh, an old 403b, and an old IRA, you do have to take your RMD from those accounts. Um, so, you know, it, you got to, again, be on top of these things and making sure you don't miss something and, and assuming, oh, I don't have to take an RMD off of anything. Because, because, again, the penalty for not taking your RMD is pretty steep. Well, yeah, those penalties, uh, they'll get you. And so I'm glad you explained that to us. Um, so based on our, our, our conversation today, I'm guessing uh, Roths might be a good option for some people out there then, right? Uh, tell us about a Roth IRA or Roth 401k. Do they, uh, RMDs don't affect them, do they? Or at least the Roth IRA. Correct. So if, if you have a Roth account, right, the Roth is different from a traditional IRA or, or a traditional qualified account, right? The With a Roth, you put that in after tax money, right? So the money that has gone into a Roth, when you first put it there, you've already paid taxes on it. But the Roth allows you to have all the growth in that account tax-free. And when you take the money out, it's tax-free. Okay, so what that also means is there's no require, required minimum distribution. You've already paid the taxes on the initial money that went in, so there's no reason for you to have to take that money out, um, and the government doesn't require you to do that. So either starting a Roth or you know in those uh, years before you get to RMD time, if doing a Roth conversion makes sense, it may it may behoove you to pay a lower tax rate to do that conversion today and and have favorable tax treatment when you get to age 72 than to not do anything. So Roths are a really important part of, of creating a retirement plan and may be appropriate um, given what's, may, what's going on in your uh, qualified accounts and your overall uh, retirement and income plan. Well, sure. So with a Roth, let me, let me get this straight. If I have a Roth IRA, uh, sure, I've paid taxes on the money that I put into it uh, initially during my working years, but it grows tax-free and when I take it out, I don't pay any taxes on it, uh, not the principal or the growth. And there are no RMDs or required minimum distributions that I have to take out of that account at some point. That is correct. Wow. That's correct. Wow. Yeah. And there's, that's why they're a powerful yeah. tool. Now, it, it all depends on, um, you know, your income during your uh, your working years. Right. If, if you are in a situation where you don't uh, you know, do you don't have a big tax burden, then it may make sense to put money in the Roth. Now, if you have a, a large tax burden, you know, you may be wanting to try to lower your taxes today and, and you worry about the tax consequences down the road. Um, but again, you can also do something called a, a Roth conversion even after the fact. Right. That's converting your traditional qualified money over to some sort of Roth account. And there's there's tax consequences to that that you can talk about with the, your financial service professional. But again, a Roth is a pretty powerful tool to have in your um, wheelhouse for designing and, and coming up with retirement plans. Sure. So one way to avoid that big tax burden that traditional retirement accounts are going to hit you with and, and to avoid those required minimum distributions and paying tax on them 
would be to uh, convert to a Roth uh, earlier on. So what's another yep. way uh, that we can minimize that tax burden or avoid that tax, uh, the taxes on money that we have to take out from a traditional retirement account, uh, the re- required minimum distributions? Yeah, so so there's there's a number of ways. Like we talked about Roth conversion. I think one of the other big ones that I, I always like to mention to folks is is using um, contributions to charities to do that with your RMD. Right? You can take your uh, RMD um, and and donate it with a qualified uh, charitable distribution. Essentially, you take your RMD and it goes directly to um, that uh, that charity, and you can do that up to a hundred thousand dollars. And that means that RMD is going to be completely tax-free. So it, it is a great way to support whatever charities that you, you know, that you uh, support on a, an annual basis and do it with your RMD. And then you don't have to worry about that RMD um, adding to your tax bill. For a lot of clients that I work with, the RMD is kind of gravy on top for their income, which is a, a nice place to be. And this is a, this, this QCD, which again, that qualified charitable distribution uh, allows them to essentially um, zero that out on their tax return. Ah, well, and that's, and it's a win-win because you're doing something good. You're giving to a charity or using that as the tithe to your church in that way, but you also get the benefit of not having to pay taxes on that money. Uh, So that's a good thing. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, We're almost out of time though for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go today, Peter? Well, we've alluded to it a couple times, Tony. I just want to go back. The penalty for not taking your RMD, Ah, right? the penalties. Yes. What is that penalty? Yeah, I forgot so, to ask that. Yeah. So it's 50%. And it's a 50% what? penalty. A it is 50% the, penalty. <laughs> it, it is the highest It is the highest penalty in the tax code. So, and again, I, I run into this situation. You know, folks will be like, hey, look, I don't need all my RMD. Can I just take a portion of it? Let's say they only, you know, their RMD is $15,000 and they're like, well, and they only take 11 so there's a difference of $14,000 if that's the case the government is going to withhold essentially take $2,000 of that of what you didn't take for an RMD as a penalty they want you to take your whole RMD so it makes sense to take your whole RMD and then deal with that fact afterward then pay this 50% penalty um, because 50, as I said it's the highest one in the tax code so it can be pretty steep and it's important that again not to forget about an account out there because if you forget about it imagine if it paid out a $15,000 RMD and you completely forgot about it that's a penalty of seven hundred, you know, seventy five hundred dollars that you still have to pay taxes on, right? Wow. You have to pay taxes on the full fifteen thousand of the Jeepers. RMD and uh, pay the penalty. So it, it's Yikes. pretty steep. Um, that's, so that's, that's why huge. So you t- don't want to miss those, and that's <laughs> no, why. That's no. why. Not only do you have to work with a CPA, but you need to work with somebody who's looking at that big picture, a financial services professional, because this is something that you help your clients with and help them avoid, isn't it? That's absolutely right. And and any plan that we create, right, is going to highlight when you have to take your RMDs and how we're going to go about do that, how we're going to go about doing that, and also make it the most efficient as possible, right? Uh, Try to cut down on the paperwork. Uh, If we can combine accounts into one so that we only have to think about one RMD instead of five RMDs, we're going to take a look at that. It's an important part of planning. And and if we can find a way to reduce the, the dollar amount that your RMD is going to be when 
once you arrive there, right, in, a, in an effort to be tax savvy, um, then, you know, that's another thing we're going to take a look at. So if creating a plan that that is ensuring your RMDs are going to uh, be paid out on time and in simple form, but also that we're being as smart as we can about RMDs and when they're going to happen, give us a call 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com and, and we can start that conversation. All right. Thanks, Peter. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the IV Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Loffenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Loffenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Loffenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.